In this bulletin, Ukrainians mark the first anniversary since Russia invaded their country. Two asylum seekers on Nauru stage a protest as they approach a decade in detention. And in rugby news, the Brumbies gatecrashed the New South Wales Waratahs homecoming to Alliance Stadium. Good morning from the SBS newsroom, I'm Assam Al-Ghalib. Revelers wrapped in rainbows and sparking in sequins will make a pilgrimage to the LGBTIQ community's spiritual home as Mardi Gras returns to the streets after two years away. Tonight, Sydney's Oxford Street will be awash with glitter as it welcomes an estimated 300,000 partygoers during the crown jewel of the World Pride program. More than 200 floats and 12,500 parade participants will dance through 1.7 kilometers of rainbow-lined streets in a celebration of queer identity, community, and equality. The 2023 celebration will also mark 45 years since Sydney's first Mardi Gras parade. Dykes on Bikes and their gay counterparts will lead the parade alongside a First Nations float and one dedicated to the 78ers. The Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras Parade begins at 6 p.m. Hundreds of thousands of Australian tenants are facing homelessness or growing cost-of-living pressures as landlords increasingly ask for higher rents. Analysts say there is fierce competition for homes amid a lack of regulation on grounds for eviction, taxation policies that favor investors, and a constant turnover of rental properties within a five-year period. Chief Executive of the New South Wales Tenants Union, Leo Patterson-Ross, says there is currently no regulation on how much a landlord can ask for their property. He says as a result, some landlords are putting rents up by more than $100 a week, aware that vacancy rates are low. And that means it's over $5,000 a year that this family has to find in their household budget. Uh, and that does mean that people are cutting back on food, on health care, on uh, education and other essentials just to keep that roof over their head. Wildlife rangers have shot dead a crocodile that attacked a man and killed his dog in far north Queensland earlier this week. Parks and wildlife rangers located the crocodile around 200 metres from the scene of the attack near Bloomfield boat ramp north of Cairns. Operations manager Michael Joyce has told reporters the Bloomfield River is a well-known crocodile habitat and the incident should be a warning to future visitors to be more careful. But he says not shooting the animal would have presented an unacceptable risk to the public. My officers uh, euthanized the animal that um, unfortunately took Molly. Uh, croc was 4.2 meters long and he looked like a crocodile. People around the world have gathered in solidarity with Ukraine on the first anniversary of Russia's invasion of the country. Protesters have rallied for peace outside the United Nations headquarters in New York, while buildings in cities across Europe have been lit up in yellow and blue. In Ukraine itself, people have paused to remember those who've died in the conflict, as fighting enters its second year. In the town of Borodyanka, local resident Olena Rukavitsina was one of many to attend the ceremony for those killed by Russian forces. They are not humans. I don't know how to cope with them. There should be huge punishment for them, not only Putin, but all people. Why don't they stand up against him? I can't believe they don't have information about what they did here against our nation. Why did they exterminate so many children, people, innocents? Meanwhile, Ukraine's wartime president, Volodymyr Zelensky, has described 2022 as a year of resilience, courage, pain and unity. 
And he says Russia must meet certain conditions before he will consider negotiating an end to the war. Please respect our right to live on our land. Leave our territory. Stop bombing us. Stop killing the civilian population. Stop destroying all our infrastructure, energy, drinking water. Stop bombing towns, villages, killing dogs and cats, simply animals, torching forests. If you stop all of this, we will tell you in what format we will put a diplomatic full stop to the war. Two refugees in immigration detention on Nauru have sewn their lips together to protest the almost 10 years they have spent on the island. Al Jazeera is reporting that Muhammad Shafiqul Islam and Muhammad Qayyim are the center of the protest and are currently unable to speak or eat. The pair say they fled Bangladesh in 2013 to seek asylum from persecution. Shafiqul Islam says they have not found safety in Nauru and that people treat them like animals. To rugby, and the ACT Brumbies have gatecrashed the New South Wales Waratahs homecoming to Alliance Stadium, edging out their Super Rugby Pacific rivals in a 31-25 win. The Waratahs were caught napping at key moments in their first game at the venue in five years. But there was some solace for the 25,000-odd fans present at the match who got to witness the debut of highly touted teenager Max Jorgensen. The 18-year-old has become the youngest Waratahs debutante since Kurtley Beale, grabbing two tries in a promising maiden outing at the top level. With the latest from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Assam Al-Ghalib.